you're listening to A Mindset on Things Above, episode 55, Why Do Big Things? Okay, friends, welcome to today's episode. Um, Quick note, piggybacking off of last week's episode, if you have not heard it, please go listen real quick. Last week we were talking about trying, doing, donting, I'm trying, etc. Go listen because this episode is piggybacking off of that. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to confess right away so you know, going into today's episode, what my intent is what the purpose of this episode is for. I'm just going to tell you so that there's no secrets and no big surprises at the end after you've heard it all. (laughs) It is my purpose, my sole intent that this episode will inspire you to go ahead and do big things like really go do it. Last week we talked about trying. I'm trying and making efforts to do things. Good stuff. But today I want to motivate and encourage you to go out and do impossible things, big things. Like Katie, what are you talking about big things? Let's just talk for one second what I mean about quote unquote big. What do you think I'm talking about? What do you think I mean? (laughs) If you have headphones in, I'll try not to yell, but I am amped to share this episode with you because I feel really passionately about it. What do you think I'm talking about? Big things. Pertinier, impossible, y'all. That big. It has to be nearly impossible. Those are the things that you have to be doing. And I'll tell you why in this episode. So let's start on the contrast. Living your life within the realm of feasibility is, uh, how shall we say it? There's really no other way to put it other than uh, sorry, not sorry, but is boring and shallow. Ooh, sting, burn, ouch. Living your life within your means within what is feasible and accomplishable for you is shallow and boring. A little bit of an eye roll here. Yeah, I said it. Living a mediocre life, it may have some meaning and purpose. Yes. Yes, it does. Okay, you have meaning, you have purpose, you're living your life, you're doing the things that you can do, you can accomplish within your realm of feasibility, but I want to offer that this way of living at times causes us to question like our purpose for living. Like, is this all there is? Just wake up, go to work, go to school, pay the bills. Um, And these things are important. Raising a family, going on vacations, living life, having pets, having funerals for pets. Like this is life. But is this all there is? Is this 
all that we're called to just like doing being good people contributing to society attending church weekly we question our existence even at times asking like is this all is this is there more I'm gonna eat healthy I'm gonna work out I'm gonna be in shape I'm gonna be a good person I think at times we find that we lack drive and motivation when we live within our means because to put it frankly it's shallow and boring and you know what else it's not what we're made for we're not designed and created to live a mediocre shallow boring life no we're not we're not and I'm gonna tell you why today um okay so point number one is to live life to the full every day when we dare to do big things you by golly bet your bippy you are going to feel all emotions the whole spectrum the whole scale of emotions um grave and grandiose one side of the spectrum to the other you're going to feel fanatical you're going to feel horrible and awful <laughs> but you know what that is the beauty of being human and that is part of the human existence living life to the full encompasses experiencing all of these emotions like extremely doing big things will scare the ish out of y'all it will freak you out but that is part of living a full life and when you are obedient to God, you're a child of God, you know that he is with you even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Like God is with you when you're on opposite sides of the spectrum on this scale of emotions. No matter when you're feeling down and blue and horrible and awful or on top of the world, amazing, wonderful, and great, God is there with you through it all. And it's part of living a full, extravagant, abundant life. Okay, point two is that doing big things does just this. It challenges your faith in God. When times get tough, and they will, where are you going to run? To your old vices? How are you going to grow and mature? By being your own God and solving your own problems? Where will you run? Into a corner to hide? Or will you run under the shadow of the most high? There's my dryer. <laughs> so doing big things will challenge your faith in God. Doing big things gives God glory. So let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask. Did you know that God is a big God? Did you know he's a good God? He's big, hella big, and he's good. Like purely one trillion million billion percent purely good. So I'm going to put a link, a YouTube video in the show notes. It gives you a glimpse of just how 
big the universe is. It gives you an idea, like kind of a nutshell of how big the universe is. And I would encourage you, if you can, whatever you're doing right now, if you want to pause the podcast, go scroll to the show notes, find that YouTube video. It'll be the first link, lunk, lunked there. (laughs) The first link linked there. Anywho, pause right now. There's the dryer (laughs) telling you to pause (laughs) me and go watch it. Okay. Did you watch it? Otherwise, do it later if you're busy right now, what have you. Um, so Psalm 147, 4 and 5, 4 through 5 says, He counts the number of the stars. He gives names to all of them. Great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. So after watching that video, can you imagine numbers and names for every single star? Like, we thought it was kind of cool that he knows the number of hairs on our head and that um, should give you peace not to worry about tomorrow. Like, don't worry. God knows everything. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Oh, okay, that's nice and lovely. Um, I think there are more stars in the universe than grains of sand on the sea or number of hairs on your head. There are quite many more stars in the universe. And guess what? God knows them all personally by first and last name. God is like so not concerned with your doubts and excuses. Can you just like believe that? Is that... Can you understand? It puts it into perspective. Perspective. After you watch that video, like, God really doesn't care what you have to say about the thing he's called you to do. Or even your own dream. Like, big whooping deal. Okay, you want to be a millionaire. Big whooping deal. It's not a big stink in God's book. He's got, he's in charge of the whole entire universe. And he knows all the stars stars by name. Do you think like the little tiny, puncy, eensy, weensy, insignificant, tiny little thing that you want to do in this life, on this earth, in this galaxy, in this universe, even like shakes God at all? Not one bit. Ah, I can't even <laughs> explain to you how not concerned God is with your excuses. As to why you can't do the darn thing or why I'm scared to dream my dream or let's continue. Okay. Cause I got it all written down in my notes and I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm just getting off. Okay. So God is like, so not concerned <laughs> with your doubt and excuses. Do you know what he desires? Boom. Did that verse come to your mind? What does God desire? Let me see. I have it. First Samuel 15, 22. Yep, this is the one. God does not want you to like, how can I even ex- explain, describe? God does not want you to make sacrifices. He doesn't need you to like wail and moan and be in pain and agony to like get his attention or please him. He doesn't need you to like bleed or sacrifice animals or like make these grandiose gifts. Uh, for him to notice you. No, 
or for him to like move on your behalf. I have to do this excruciatingly huge, painful, arduous, difficult thing in order for God to be pleased with me or for him to hear my prayer. No. First Samuel 15:22 Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than to sacrifice. We've got it mixed up if we think that we need to like do this huge sacrificial thing to ourselves or with our talents and skills and gifts and I have to sacrifice it to the Lord. No, part of that is just being obedient. That's it. God loves an obedient heart that desires to glorify him and do whatever he calls you to remember he's pretty big so he might call you to do some big scary things in our eyes it's not big and scary to god doing big things challenges your obedience to god but let me tell you what that's gonna look like for your obedience to god to be challenged it's the classic case of the serpent in the Garden of Eden, which uh, I can't read my scratch, uh, my chicken scratch. Oh, he's in your ear whispering. That's what it is. I couldn't, yeah, can't read whispering apparently. What is he saying? That conniving serpent in the Garden of Eden, he's in your ear whispering. Did God really say that? So here you are. Being obedient, you're seeking God's will by reading his word. You're praying diligently. You are saying, yes, Lord, I will go. Send me. I will go. I will do whatever you call me to. You get a download. You get a revelation. You get a teensy niggling of inspiration to go one direction or start something. And here's the devil saying, Causing you to doubt. Well, should I? Is this dream that I have, is that God's will? Here, let me go back to my notes because this is where I'm getting ahead of myself. The devil is going to throw all kinds of doubt your way. You want that much money? How filthy and evil you are. You want to do what? That is definitely self-seeking. Oh my gosh, you're so self-absorbed. If you want to go do this thing, dream this dream, have that whatever. Let me insert here. I have referred to this episode of mine a billion times. It's like the second episode. Go back to the beginning. It's called Selfishness. It's of the devil. Please go listen. It will set y'all straight when you are deciding what you want to pursue, when you're, um, yeah, deciding what you want to pursue. Let's just say that. Let's go with that. Okay. God already says, so this is the devil whispering lies. He's like, God already says, don't seek after things of this earth where moss and rust destroy. Remember how the devil tempted Jesus by throwing scripture at him? You bet your bippy that he is going to do that to you. He's going to take scripture and throw it at you and say, 
God tells you not to focus on things of this world where moth and dust destroy. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you just all by themselves. Like, watch for the twist. Watch for the perversion of scripture that the devil will try to slither in your mind with. You should just not dream that dream. You shouldn't pursue that desire of yours that is smoldering in your heart. You should just put it on the back booger uh, burner. <laughs> boogers up next, folks. I'm reading my notes. You bet your boogers that the devil is going to throw everything at you that he possibly can to kick you off of doing great things, to get you out of of seeking God for his goodness. Because he's big, because he's great, he is good. The devil does not want you to experience that, especially if you're a child of God, because earth is the closest we will ever be to hell. We're not going to hell. So the devil wants to throw everything at you to make sure that you experience as little of God as possible in this life. When you do great things, it demonstrates God's glory, his magnificence, his power, his splendor, his mercy, his majesty. And guess what? The devil freaking hates it. He hates it so much that he will do everything in his power to have you not do that so that you can't experience God's goodness, greatness, majesty, power, magnificence, splendor, glory <laughs> in your life and certainly not show that to others. Absolutely not show that to the world. Oh my gosh. All right, deep breath. Whew. What if we just believed God for miracles? Question mark. What if we grew our faith and it pleased God? That's Hebrews eleven six. When we have faith and exercise our faith, it pleases God. What if we let God be God in our life? And what do you think that would consist of, honey? What would God being God in your life look like? Would it be manageable? Would it be mediocre? Would it be toned down? The God of the universe. Go watch that YouTube video. <laughs> Refresh your memory. That God. Yeah, that God. Do you think him being God in your life is going to be like you can count it on one, one hand? Mm. I am telling you today to push the envelope to go big and don't go home, y'all. No matter what. Not now, not ever. Don't ever stop having faith. Stop believing God for your dreams. Don't ever go home. Okay, because this is eternity. <laughs> it starts now. It starts today. We're never going to end. We're never going to stop. All right, so I have shared openly before that I am notorious for starting books and not finishing them. Tee hee hee. <laughs> it's just to say, uh, it's just easy to do that. Like, I'll start a book and then time goes by and I don't pick it up anymore and then I never pick it up anymore <laughs> or I just get bored like halfway through. So anyway, I have two books that I want to encourage y'all to read. The first is called Crazy Love. It was really popular back in the day. It's by Francis Chan. The YouTube video is taken from that book. And then the second book is The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. Mark, let me get it right here. Um, says bold prayers honor God and God honors bold prayers. 
He also says that nothing honors God more than a big dream that is way beyond our ability to accomplish. Why? Because there's no other way a person can take credit for it. I can't do that. Only a big, magnificent God could do something like that in the life of a human. Nothing is better for our spiritual development than a big dream because it keeps us on our knees in raw dependence on God. Isn't that awesome? That's like amazing. So how does God, how God does the impossible is his job. Okay. We just praise God that he loves us. We are so tiny, so insignificant. Just like our life is the blink of an eye. Literally. My goodness, I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom. But it's not our job to try to figure out the how. Or be confident that the how will even happen. It's not our job. It's our job to have the faith of a child in God. Okay, it's not blind faith. We're not just like blind and ignorant and like believing nothing. No. It's our job to trust God can and have faith that he will. An unwavering faith that never backs down. We are humans. We will falter. We will fall. We will get scared. We will cower back into our hole. But we can re, um, re-execute, re-exercise <laughs> our faith. We can get back up and practice our faith again. And grow stronger in our ability to trust God and believe him for big things. The more we fall, it's not a problem. Go back and listen to last week's episode. I'm trying. It's okay to say, I'm going to do this. And fail a hundred times at it. Thomas Edison and the light bulb. He said he's going to figure out how to make a light bulb. And he failed. I wish I could remember how many times. How many times did he fail? A lot. He just said, well, I just know 9,900 ways how not to make a light bulb. It's not a problem. We can get back up and declare, I'm going to do this thing. I am doing it. And you fail. I'm doing it. And I fail. I'm doing it. And I still don't do it. Stop trying. Start doing. Okay? So I want to give you a little news flash here also in regard to doing big things hate to break it to you, but doing big things, it's not even about you. (laughs) Oh, burn. Nope, it's not. Doing big things has nothing to do. It's not about you. We think like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I don't know. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Honey, it's not about you. The only thing about you is your obedient heart. It takes your heart of obedience to do big things, but it's not about you. Actually, in fact, living a mediocre life is about you. Does that burn even more? Ouch. Because you get to stay safe, not take risks, not face fears. You get to stay comfortable. You get to predict, do predictable things. You get to feel certain about the future and what you're going to do tomorrow and next year and in five years. If even that, who thinks I had that far? I don't know. 
you get to be your own God because nothing is scaring you. Nothing is challenging you. Nothing is like freaking you out, y'all. So living a mediocre life is about you. Living a freaking big, enormous, grand, amazing, doing big things, living a full abundant life, that is about God because only God can do that in you. And doing that brings him glory. Amen. Forever amen. (laughs) Because, okay, you're taking your life into your own hands. When you lay your life down as an act of obedience into the hands of God, get ready to part the Red Seas, my friend, because God does big things. Why? Because he's a big God. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. God can't not be big. It's who he is. And I don't serve a God that I can fathom. I don't know about you, but I don't. And when you surrender your life, your will, your wants, your desires, your excuses, your reasons to him, he will do the unfathomable in your life. And I already said why, because it brings him glory. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun. (laughs) All right, y'all. Okay, I never ask my listeners to share my episodes, to like share my podcast. But I'm going to ask today that if this was fun, I had fun. If you had fun at all listening to this episode, if this um, opened your eyes at all or like encouraged you at all, please just copy the link and send it to someone. Share this episode with someone because, you know, I was thinking about this this week. Yeah, it was this week. <laughs> that life the past two years, for reasons we all know, <clears throat> COVID, has kind of gotten us down. I think we have given up or put our dreams on hold and thought because of circumstances, I can't pursue my dreams. It's not the time to pursue my dreams. Look at the world. Look at my family. Look at my job. Look, look, look. And so we have come to a place, I mean, I think we've been there for a while, but of feeling discouraged and like, I can't and I'm scared and people need hope. People need to have a reason and like be encouraged to dream again and do the impossible. And we can with God's help when we are obedient. So all that to say, copy the link to this episode, just share it with someone. I would love to brighten somebody else's day y'all. And if you want to get in touch with yours truly, I would love to talk about the dreams that you have and what's holding you back or what you're uncertain or fearful about. Or if you're like, dude, booyah, bring it on. I want to do it. Let's get on a call together because that's what I do as a life coach. I help you do the big thing. It's so much fun. As you can tell, I love it. I'm done talking. Thanks for listening today. I'll see you next week.